As you quite correctly said, uh, the minister had a media briefing last week, Thursday, simply because the department considers this matter to be a serious matter and because uh, we are giving this matter the priority and the attention that it deserves, which is the highest priority and the highest attention. It's been attended to by the National Commissioner as well as the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services, Advocate Michael Masuta. And the Minister went into detail outlining some of the challenges which are generally historical and uh, what is being done currently to address the issues, uh, especially issues that have made it difficult in terms of uh, the increased number of uh, court judgments or, uh, you know, matters of litigation that have been brought by inmates across the country. Mm. Because in those terms, I mean, if we go back, uh, you know, a couple of years and uh, the various rulings which you've come up against, which have essentially brought it, you know, the the potential parole period much earlier. And, of course, the latest ruling would suggest that uh, the, the Justice Department then is ruled to now consider parole even if you haven't fulfilled all the normal procedures and got the required expert opinion which you require. Particularly on that one, in terms of that Durban court ruling, I understand you're going to apply for leave to appeal that one because clearly that would seriously affect the way you do your your paroles. That's absolutely correct, as the minister uh, also alluded uh, to that particular case and uh, the action that uh, the department is considering uh, in that regard. Uh, But as you said, uh, one of the fundamental issues is the fact that, um, you know, prior to the period 1st October 1994 and, well, uh, other periods as well, uh, in essence what has happened is uh, due to the various court judgments, uh, the minimum period of incarceration for lifers Uh, depending on when they were sentenced, has decreased. But currently, currently, uh, uh, according to the Correctional Services Act, any person sentenced to life imprisonment has to serve a minimum period of detention of 25 years uh, before they could be considered uh, for uh, you know, parole. But most of these cases of the backlogs uh, relate to, uh, to, to cases uh, before the current dispensation. And then in that regard, you have what is referred to as the Fanfiren judgment, uh, the Fanfake uh, judgment, as well as, as, as other uh, judgments uh, that have recently come into play. Um, as the minister said that, uh, you know, he has considered, uh, since, since, since he's assumed office in May 2014, Minister Masuta has considered 1,124 parole applications brought before him for offenders serving life sentences. And of this group, he has released only 291. Now, it's also very, very important to state uh, that the entire... Uh, parole process, that there's a number of deliberations that go into consideration when life or profiles are discussed for a possible release on parole. And the rehabilitation process undertaken by those specific offenders, interventions identified by professionals and provided for, the views of victims and communities affected, and also the threat that the offender still possesses to the society at large. These all have to be properly weighed before any decision can be undertaken to either release 
or deny parole to an offender. And then the minister is also advised by the National Council on Correctional Services, which is a body of experts. Uh, you know, you have psychologists, you have um, magistrates, you have members of the South African police, a group of professionals who advise the minister. So this is also a, a, a very, very detailed and important process. But having said that, the minister did allude to the fact that there were challenges, but the department is doing various things to ensure you know, that these challenges are addressed, and this is a top priority of the department. But having said that, we also want to say that while it is understood that offenders have the right to raise concerns, it cannot be acceptable that they disrupt operations without any consequences. Safety and security is of paramount importance, and we will ensure that safety and security is not compromised. Mr. Maestro, I think we, we, we would both probably agree that the best thing for all concerned is if the parole process can be expedited in any way possible so that we don't end up with people walking the streets who shouldn't be on the streets and but those who you know are worthy of parole will get be granted that parole so talk about some of the efforts the department's making to try and move this thing forward well some of the recent efforts that the department has has you know undertaken to ensure that 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 that, that we move forward in this regard as the minister alluded to last thursday as part of assessing offenders serving life sentences, professional reports and recommendations on risk and rehabilitation are highly considered in this process. But unfortunately, uh, the combined lack of reports from social workers and psychologists, as well as outstanding restorative justice interventions, were cited to be the main reasons why submissions of profiles to parole boards are delayed. Uh, Now, the department has embarked on a project to fill these vacancies of psychologists and social workers, but this is not only a challenge that's, you know, encountered by the Department of Correctional Services across the country. uh, You have challenges with employing social workers and psychologists, but about half of these vacancies have been filled, and in some circumstances we are also transferring offenders to uh, to centres where such such services by psychologists and social workers are available. And then on the 30th of March 2017, the National Commissioner sent a circular to all correctional centers reiterating procedures to be followed when profiles for lifers are submitted. Furthermore, the National Commissioner recently requested task teams to be set up starting from center level all the way to provincial regional level to strictly manage the backlogs of cases for parole consideration. But however, as you alluded to, and I also mentioned early on, it's important to state that a number of deliberations take place when life profiles are discussed for possible release on parole, and many factors must be taken into consideration and properly weighed before any decision can be made to either release or deny parole to an offender.